Hi everyone and welcome to the Say As It Is with Pete podcast series. I'm Pete, your host, and each week I will bring you some frank and honest conversations covering various topics from learning and development, friendships, funding, HR, strengths, recruitment, ESG, well-being, ED&I, employability, and much, much more. So let's get this week's episode underway and say as it is. So thank you for listening to this week's episode. I am Pete for Says It Is with Pete. And in this podcast episode, as we continue to talk about recruitment through April, we are going to talk about employability organizations that you could team up with as an employer to um, tap into more candidates. So on this podcast, I have a very special guest with me, a great friend, someone that I've known for a while now and is my recruitment guru. So can you introduce yourself for me? Yes, of course I can. So my name is Darren Christie. Um, you can probably tell from the accent that I'm not south of the border. Um, so based up in Glasgow, uh, work for a company called People Plus. Um, and essentially what my role is, is my role is to create connections um, and routeways and pathways for, for people who are currently unemployed to find um, a, a routeway or a pathway to move into sustainable employment. Sustainable employment is one of the big things that we'll, we'll talk about, but um, yeah. it's moving them into areas that they can essentially build a career in or, or, or move into something that's more sustainable than what they're currently doing just now. So that is my, my job is to kind of create the, the links and the pathways um, for those things to take place. And that's where you and I have met is um, yeah. creating that pathway using Omni as a as a, a fantastic outlet um, yeah. for us to put people into and have got some wonderful stories about people that have went from unemployment and getting support uh, all the way up to sustainable employment with you guys and even some people that have been now being promoted up to supervisor, which is just wonderful. Yeah. So you, cause you've been in recruitment for years, haven't you? Oft. One or Oft. two. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of been doing this for about 13 years in total now. So um, I've worked in I worked in employability and then um, sold my soul with the devil and moved to mainstream <laughs> recruitment. Uh, worked in commercial recruitment for a number of years uh, and three years ago got asked if I would come back into employability. Um, great opportunity and just a great sector to work in. So, yes, yeah, so I've, I've worked in various different um, recruitment roles for the last 13 years. Um, just easy to say that out loud yeah so when you like before you went to people plus do you do you think working in like recruitment and companies before do you think that was kind of missing that that part of recruitment yeah i mean the one thing i love about doing what i do now is we, we genuinely make a difference to people um and and everything we do is all government funded so i'm not asking anyone for money i'm not taking in for anything it is literally about creating a pathway for someone uh, when people come to People Plus, they, they get assigned a, an individual key worker who works with them on a one-to-one basis. The whole point of that is that they, they, it's not a, it's not put 20 people in a room and, and volume through a process and hope for the best. It's very much a kind of one-to-one process. It's very much an individualised service. Um, and that's the part that I love because since we've been doing this and, and creating partnerships with companies like Omni and various other companies um, that we've been working with, it's, it's the most satisfaction I've ever had from my job in as long as I can remember. Um, because we genuinely make a difference for people. We genuinely help and support people working with organisations like yourself. I'm going to say good organisations. I mean organisations where people are generally treated as better than just a number. Um, and we can see some real 
tangible stories of people who've went from not particularly great places and unemployment and, and various other things to now fully sustainable life positions. In fact, one of the professionals we're working with just now was kind of sofa surfing um, before they came to us and has now been in a position whereby they've been able to buy their own flat, which to me is 100% the reason why we do the job. Yeah, that is, that's amazing. Yep, so, yeah, yeah mate, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's a like, you know, all in encompassing process. Yeah, I think yeah. we, I think because I, I spotted you on LinkedIn. Yes. This is how we found each other across the starry skies. Um, <laughs> I, I think there was a post you did on LinkedIn. And I think at that time I was still overseeing recruitment at Omni. And I, I remember seeing that and thinking, yeah, Glasgow somewhere we need anyway. And I think that's where yep. we reached out. And I think that was great because right from the beginning, and that's what I love about the partnership with kind of you and people plus is that honesty and like yep. you, you've taken the time to listen to an employer rather than like unfortunately i have to say dwp not that i want to bad mouth them but sometimes you give them job specs and they just randomly send you people without even looking at what yeah. you want mate i think i think that's one of the big things that we've, we've had such a success with is we are not a recruitment agency um my, my job is not there just to send you cvs um and, and kind of throw enough at the wall and hope it sticks type idea. Um, it's very much about listening to the employer, finding out exactly what you're looking for. On the flip side of that, sitting down with the participants and finding out exactly where they're at and what they'd like to do and what, what roles and, and kind of transferable skills, et cetera, et cetera. And it's how we marry that up in a complete process. And it's part of the reason why we've had the great sustainable levels that we've had is that um, rather than just throwing a CV to you and you go, yeah, person interviewed, okay, and then a couple of weeks later we find out for whatever reason that it's not working out. This is very much about kind of bringing everything together, a very holistic approach towards this. Um, yeah. Looking at it from both sides of the fence, so we, look, we, we, we very much work with the employer and very much work with the participant, and it's about trying to kind of marry that up where possible. Um, and it's genuinely proven to be just such a productive process for all concerned um it's great for an employer standpoint because you're getting genuine bona fide people coming forward that that know about who you are want to work in your sector etc etc yeah and um, i think I've got, yeah, you go. no no you go no no i was going to say because of me when we we made that contact with that initial call it's very straightforward you know you tell me what you did what you could do and then off you went and then i think that that was the greatest point is because you knew what we were wanting yep um, and you went and worked on it, and then you came back with candidates, um, and then it's kind of worked from there. I, 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 and I think it was far better because I like the employability parts of them knowing kind of about the industry, what they're getting into, rather than someone just turning up blind. Yeah. Um, so I know we worked on um, the cleaning thing, and you've got, and I, I apologise for not remembering her name in the office. Your trainer, <laughs> Sheena. <laughs> she's gonna kill me um so i think that was quite good because like we were able to give you some content and you need to build that in so that i find giving having that openness and that partnership was great because and i think that's the key about this is when you're teaming up with employability companies is having that open conversation and sharing kind of things together does that does that help a lot more with Absolutely. I, mean, I think from our point of view, that's where you, you hear me talking a lot about the fact that um, you're not an employer to us, you're a partner with us. Yeah. Um, and the reason why we talk about that is um, when it comes to partnerships, partnerships are forged over time. So 
it obviously has to start somewhere, but one of the first things we'll do in the initial meeting is we really delve into the business, what type of people you're looking for, um, what what makes a successful candidate working for you guys. Um, and we can, and then obviously the more we work with you guys, the more we find out about what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Even from our point of view as well, when it comes to participants, we, we find out more about the type of participant who tends to be successful working in not just your sector, but also working within the organisation itself. Um, so, it's, so it's proven to be uh, the partnership part of it is critical, and that's why I always say this to people that if you want to start working with us, that's great. But it's a partnership we're creating here because I'm not a recruitment agency, so don't send me a job spec and expect me just to send you CVs. That that's not my job. Yeah. It's not what we're here to do. It's very yeah. much about a, a full holistic um, understanding of what works for you, what works for the participants, and then making sure we can marry that up where possible. So it's been brilliant, mate, genuinely, and I think that's one of the big things that's been again another success for us is most of the employers we've worked with now we've worked with them for years yeah. um, and it's and it's really benefited everybody because we've got a better understanding of what you need, you've got a much better understanding of how we operate um, and it's just then about refining processes to make sure we can just get it sharper and sharper and sharper the more we're working together. Yeah and I, and I think that's the very, I think that's the, probably the pitfall that some people fall down as employers is we use employability companies as recruiters wouldn't yes. you not? You know and I think that's the pitfall comfort like as an employer, we could fall down on that one and go, oh, they recruit for all our positions. Well, actually, you know, charges a fee then. Um, charges 12% of their salary. But, but you're not. You're there to – and that's what I like about that that journey candidate. So what – so obviously you've got people that come to you. So how do those candidates get to people plus then? So there's a, a myriad of different ways that they'll come over to us. Um, again, and I know I'll mention this a few times in the podcast, partnerships that we create on the other side of the fence. So to get people to come into this, um, we have a, a, a large number of them come in from um, EWP. So the job centre send us over some participants. But we also partner up with local charities, um, local food banks, local housing associations. Um, as much as we are one of the bigger employability providers across the whole of the UK, each office very much operates in a very local feel, a local um, uh, way to operate. So it means that, for example, with the local community centres, we have a physical presence in the local community centres. We have people that physically go to them, sit down with them, yeah. we'll run workshops in them, um, we'll do information sessions. So uh, we can say, look, does anybody have an interest in working in hospitality cleaning, for example? Um, and then we will run a session. And, and again, when it comes to the partnership part of it, you've given us some materials that we can then present to them to say, this is what the job is, this is what the job's not. Um, and because of the kind of local partnerships we've created, it's meaning that we're getting, you know, these things operate. One person comes to us and gets a job from one community centre. They then feed that back to all the other people that are in the community centre. And everyone's like, oh, I want to go. Yeah, if you get a job, that I, I want to go with them. Brilliant people, and that's that's where again, going back to the partnership part of it, um, we start. We had to start somewhere, so we started off maybe ones and twos, and now we're getting like tens and twelves and fifteen cent over to us. And it's literally because people are seeing real success stories of people that have went there, and, and people look at them and think, "Well, if you've done it, I can do it." Yeah, it's not like they're looking at some mythical character. Um, they're literally looking at people who sat next to them in information session or sat next to them. They've moved into work, so why can't I? Well, that's fine. Come on to the program, get all the help and support. Um, we'll sit down with you. We support you with CVs and interview skills and training courses and blah blah blah. All the different things that prepare you to become 
um, as job ready. I hate that phrase, but um, as job ready as possible. Um, and then again, because they've come through that journey with us, we've got a much better understanding of them. We've worked with you, so we've got a better understanding of you, and that's where we can really make that match up um, happen and take place better. No, and I love it, and it and it and it's worked. So I remember when I first came up to Glasgow, and um, we had those interviews, and I was I think I was there with one of the trainers then. That was great. I think we took all by one. I think. Yep. Um, and 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 that's what I love because I think and again it, it's it's that key word in the whole thing is the partnership. You're not a supplier. You're not a client. We're partners in this. Hundred percent. Work together, and I think that was great because when I looked at it from the Omni side, who I work with, that. You know, we had over 200% turnover in Glasgow. Yep. Going to you guys, we dropped it down to 69. Yep. And that's because it's taken, yeah, it took its time and we had the pandemic in between. Yep. We had a few new hotels. But that that is great because then we set that initial relationship and partnership up. And then it's cascaded down to the team in Glasgow. They're working closely. And the best thing I loved about it was where you would kind of come with the candidates to interview or we'd have the interviews at the office to make it a little bit more comfortable for them yeah. i think that works amazingly peter one of the big things about the partnerships is um a, a lot of times you'll get asked why we put so much time in front of the, the journey the front end of the journey if that makes sense yeah um, because in theory i could just send you cvs Mm. Um, but the reality is I know that that's not the, the best way to do it so we put more work into the front end because we know we get the benefits massively on the back end of the process where people are not just moving into work but moving into sustainable work where we've got people who have been with Omni now for 18 months, two years yeah. um, and still there and still enjoying working there so that's where yeah, even a broken clock's right twice a day it's not to say that if we sent CVs over to you that that couldn't happen or couldn't be fixed um but, but we have a much that, higher percentage of success rate by doing the front end of the process in a lot yeah. more detail and that's better i know you hate the word job ready um but i think it's great because they they've gone through that employability course they kind of know what's coming they still want to stick with it they get to the interview they feel a bit more comfortable we get to see them but we know what you're putting in front of us is what we're looking for and I have to say, and I don't, I don't like saying it, but there are similar to People Plus and companies out there that offer the same, but really what they do is they just end up sending you CVs. And yeah, it, I think yeah, one of the things that we get is we get a essentially we get a box to operate in. Um, yeah. and the reason why it's not a great way to put it, but with um, because we're all government funded, the government yeah. gives us parameters that we must work within. Yeah, um, and essentially that's how I use it as an example. They give us a box to operate in, so everything we do must yeah. must conform to this box, and we can essentially do what we want within that box, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, and I think that's where People Plus have had such a great success is that uh, there's other providers who might look at what we do and think we do a lot of work. Yes, we do a lot of work, but the benefits we get off the back end of it, and it's why we're so successful when it comes to bidding and tendering for various different contracts, is that yeah. we have the tangible stuff that we can show on the, on the other side of that. So yes, we're putting a little bit more work here, but we think that it massively benefits on the side um, when it comes to actually putting people into work and, yeah. and, and sustainable work. So, and I think as well, like we've seen from, from this, there's hidden talent we wouldn't normally see and we wouldn't have access to. So like, as you say, when you're working with like the little community groups, um, charities and things, they're probably things as employers that we have a corporate and social responsibility to engage with, 
Yes. But actually, do we do that as employers? And I would probably put my hands up and say, probably not enough. And you've got all this ESG going at the moment and talk with people about environmental sustainability, governance, recruitment, you know, all that kind of thing. And you think, well, actually, are we engaging with people that may have disabilities? Yeah, I mean, look, so, we, so when it comes to the, the kind of CSR, ESG, kind of, yeah. I suppose, buzzwords, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, but there is a, a lot of people, most of the employers I deal with, because I deal with employers day to day, most of the time I find that the employers want to do the right thing. They want to engage more, they want to do whatever, but they have no idea how to. And that's where essentially People Plus are that easy solution to the problem, if you want to call it. We're fully government funded, so we don't cost you anything. We already engage with people, like we mentioned, in the local communities, etc., etc. We have these information sessions where a lot of times, the whole point of the information session is to talk about the sector itself. And there's people, we, we've got people that I've used this really, really bad example, it's like a proper dad joke, um, where I'll get people to come to me who might want to be an astronaut. Well, in Glasgow, there's not that many astronaut jobs going. So <laughs> You never know. <laughs> so you never know. And I'm not going to dampen dreams to say to someone that they can't get a job as an astronaut. But yeah. let's look at what sectors are recruiting. And your sector is recruiting just now. Yeah. So what, one of the reasons we have these information sessions is to um, essentially give people information on a sector that they would never possibly have considered before. So they, they might turn around and say, well, I've never done that before. Well, the actual fact with the phenomenal, the fantastic training that they get from a company like Omni, all they're really, most clients that we're working with, all they're really looking for is somebody with the right type of attitude um, and also can do the job. So for example, childcare and all that stuff gets considered, but can you do the job as in like being able to turn up in time and do that part of it? And do you have the right type of attitude? If you've got all that stuff and a willingness to work, the clients that we're working with will train you and the rest. So there's sectors you can go and work in that you would never have thought about previously. I mean, how many people would come up to me and say, oh, I can't wait to go and work in housekeeping? Well, very few. But we've moved more than 100 people into work in that sector. So it's, it's one of the ones where... People don't come as thinking, I want to work in housekeeping, but leave with a great job. And like we say, we've got people who've worked there for 18 months, two years, and I can guarantee you 99% of those people didn't come to us saying, oh my God, I can't wait to go work in housekeeping. <laughs> it is, and housekeeping is not a glamorous role, we know that. But again, it's it's that key thing, it's the access to that hidden talent that we would never see as employers. We, again, as you say, we we want to engage in those communities. We want to reach out to them, but we don't know how to. Yeah. But then also, I think that's kind of good as well because People Plus do the social recruitment advocacy group. Well done. Frank. I'm glad I can remember that. Um, but that, And that's been kind of good as well. So that's all about the social recruitment side. Um, so Very much. What, yeah. So what was the point of People Plus doing Shrag? So we, we've always felt as an organisation, um, doing the right thing is not something you do as a tick box exercise. Yeah. Um, many organisations, look, rightly or wrongly, there's organisations who do the right thing because it helps them with a bid or helps them with a tender or whatever. And I'm fine with that. I, I'm all right with that. I don't, I don't have any grievance with that. But there is also organisations who genuinely want to do the right thing, who genuinely want to help people from different backgrounds, disadvantaged backgrounds, etc. And that's where, from, from our point of view, one of the things that we are looking at doing is we've created a social recruitment advocacy group as a as a vehicle um, to educate people better on how to do the right thing. So really bad example again with this is a lot of people 
want to go to the gym and want to get fit. But without a personal trainer, a lot of times you don't actually know how to work out properly, how to diet properly, how to do all those kind of things properly. And I think with the social group, obviously, group one, because we deal with this on a day-to-day basis, it was a way for us to educate people. But one of the greatest things that's come out of it is all the different organisations now helping each other. So, for example, working with Omni, um, you might say, well, I've got a problem with this. And you could speak to someone at Angling Water, for example. Now, what has a housekeeping company and a water company got in common? Absolutely nothing. But could say, could could have the same types of problems. Um, yeah. and, it, and it's just a way of everyone kind of coming together. From my point of view, it's it's been an absolute pleasure to be part of it because seeing those little kind of light bulb moments when people think, so I noticed that that organisation's done that. I know they're nothing to do with us. They're not in the same sector or anything like that. But it's the same kind of problem that we've got. And, and we're going to use that solution in housekeeping, for example. And it's one of the things that's been really great is the, the big thing from the, the, the Strikes point of view is it's not a box ticking exercise. It's, it's, it's very much way beyond that. Um, yeah. And it's helping people for the right reasons, um, but also helping people because they could and because it is the right thing to to, to do. So, yeah. but yeah, the reason for creating it mate, was just the fact that a lot of people want to do the right thing, but don't really know how to. Yeah. Um, and it's trying to create a vehicle for them so that we can then educate them better on how to do that. Yeah. I think it's good because the last time I, I know there's one coming up in May. I know that the last one was back in February. Yep. During friendship week, and I remember going up to to Birmingham. Um, I remember sitting in that room and we got into a conversation of dealing with uh, people with disabilities and especially deaf yep. people. And uh, Omni, we we do have deaf people working for us and they're amazing workers. But again, it was great because I could share our experience of dealing with someone who was deaf for the first time. Yep. To another employee that was like, actually, didn't even think of that. So that's why I love the group. And, you know, anybody that's listening, reach out to us, let us know. Oh, genuinely, mate, it's been one of the things that it's grown. We kind of started off as a bit of an education tool for people, and then once we realised the level of interest in this, it's when we started to realise that, that there are so many people out there who want to, who genuinely want to do the right thing, who want help and support with these things, don't really know how to. We've created a vehicle for it. I, it's the level of interest in it has been rather incredible, to, to say the least. Um, just because it is about the support network, not just from people plus standpoint, but from everyone's standpoint, everyone getting together and, and having these kind of round table discussions where um, somebody pops an idea on the table and before you know it, there's five different suggestions on how to fix something or how to come up with a solution to the problem. So it's been, yeah, it's been great to be part of it. If there's anyone listening to this who would be interested, please do not hesitate to reach out because we would love you to be um, a constructive part of it. Yeah, I already signed the chart. I'm trying to get to that gold status. <laughs> um, so, like, I, yeah, you know me, mate. I'm a big, you know, a, a big advocate for working with employability companies like yourselves because yep. there's so much value to it. You support them within the first three months as well. We get them into work. We work well as partners through it. Is there any advice or like key points for employers that are listening to say like why it's key to to team up or, or to partner with? with like people plus and companies like yourself? Gene, it's simplest for me. Recruitment, generally speaking for most businesses, recruitment will be first, second, or third biggest pain point in the business. Hmm. Typically, that I mean, that recruitment tends to be easily one of the top five pain points in a business. Yeah. And, I, and I mean, without trying to undersell it here, 
we have a we have a potential solution for your problem that's fully government funded. Well, what more can you ask? If somebody can fix your problem for you and it's a free solution, why would you not jump all over that? Um, yeah. I'm saying it's a free solution. It's not free. I hate using that word because it's not free because obviously salaries are not free, buildings are not free. It's funded by the government. So the government have put aside money to help and support you. Why would you not take advantage of that? Yeah, um, and, I, and I'm in agreement. You know, look, there's like there's all these employability programs. So, you know, you've got like Get Britain Moving Again or Get Britain Working. You've got yeah. your internships, which are coming up. Um, you know, you've got all these things there. And I, and again, I think employers, we're very limited on what we know and we hear about it. We try and Google it. Don't find much out about it. And then we drop off. Um, well, that's one of the big things that we, we, we do quite a lot with um, the businesses is we're a consultant for them as well. So when someone talks to us about, well, this is the kind of problem I've got, well, hopefully we have a solution to the problem. Yeah. And if we're not the solution to the problem, then what we'd like to do is um, guide you to who could be that, that that solution. So, for example, if there's a pot of money that you can apply for, um, if there's another organisation that opens support that particular problem, we can direct you yeah. towards that. And because we work in the sector day in, day out, 99% of the time I've normally got someone that I can put you in touch If we are not the solution to the problem, I've got someone I can put you in touch with. And all of that has been government funded. Yeah. And you know what I loved about it as well, and it was great because when obviously it's with when the Ukrainians were coming in, um, at, and they were obviously fleeing the war, they're coming to the UK, and obviously we knew they were coming into Glasgow, um, and we and they were coming to Edinburgh, and you know we didn't know as an employer how that was going to look for you, for, especially in Scotland where we're we, you know we're in only throughout Scotland, but I think that was a great thing about having this partnership was I could pick up the phone to you and go listen. Aaron, what do you know? I know you know people. Do you know anything about it? What's going on? And and, and I and I loved it because when I used to sit in ops meetings, they'd be like, "Oh, you know, what's going on with Ukrainians in in Scotland?" I'd be like, "Let me make a quick phone call." Yep, I can tell you exactly. I know. And I, and I, yeah, that's it. You're 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 my hotline. But I think it was great because you've got that insight, and if you don't, as you say, you know somebody that will. There's there's very few times. If someone's asked me a question that I don't either I don't know the answer to it or I don't know the person don't know the answer to the problem very very, very seldom and that's where I think a lot of businesses um especially with the partnership part of it in the moment we've got to work with each other as soon as someone's got so Ukraine's a, a classic example we were yeah. obviously heavily involved in that um and you could pick the phone up that Darren I don't know but do you know and if you don't know and you know Peter like from our point of view yeah. We will always direct you to whoever is the best person for that solution or for that problem. Yeah. Um, and that's what a lot of employers have kind of leaned on is quite heavily recently is um, when we're talking about social recruitment advocacy group and what we've got another thing called the SRF, which is a social recruitment framework. If we are not the solution to your problem, I'll know someone that is. Uh, yeah. there's, there's very, very, I'm saying very few. I can't remember a single problem that an employer's phoned me with that I didn't have a solution for them, whether it's ourselves or putting you in touch with someone else. Yeah. And, and that's what I love, because although we initially made contact with each other for Glasgow, we've had that conversations of like Aberdeen, we've had the conversations like teaming up with the UK. So like in England, like people have got, you know, down in London and, and in Manchester and Liverpool, we've done stuff in Liverpool. And that's what I love because I can go out to, to, a, to, to the recruitment team that are in my company and go, listen, 
easier contacts in your areas. Give them a call. They know who we are. They'll sort you out. And the team already knows. So and a lot of the groundwork is, is done from that initial stuff we did at the, at the beginning of our partnerships. And that's why I, I, I'm going to say to any employee that's listening, build that partnership, build that relationship, be open and honest from the beginning. Say what you're looking for and work closely together because that's the only way it's going to work, I think. Yes, exactly. So, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's the partnership part of it is, again, when I talk about partnerships, it's not just about partnerships with employers, it's partnerships getting referrals on, it's partnerships, even with other employability providers, we're going to be partnering with everyone to make sure that um, when an employer comes to us, we've got that solution for you, whatever that looks like. So, yeah, awesome. Cool. So, what about what, what, one question I have for you? Out of uh -huh. all your years of experience in recruitment, yep. and you are a legend, um, if, you, if there are people that are looking for work, um, yep. what advice would you give them? Look, the, the best advice I would give them mate, is um, that there is an employability provider everywhere in the UK. And employability, uh, employability is a bit of a kind of government word. Um, it basically means that the government's Hemp um, to put programs in place or, or, or bring in people with us um, to support unemployed people back into work. I mean, that, that is it in its simplest form. The whole point of employability program is to support an unemployed person through a journey and move them into sustainable work. Yeah, that's it in its, in its absolute simplest form. So the best thing they can do is, um, I'm going to assume that they'll know their postcode. If you typed in employability provider and you type in your postcode, Google will spit out who the employability provider or providers are in your local area. And all you have to do is literally let them know that you're currently unemployed, let them know um, that you're currently wanting. All the all the, all the the employability programmes that we work with are volunteer programmes. Now, what I mean by that is I, I don't volunteer. Um, I am paid to do this. But... <laughs> you're not sanctioned by the job centre to come onto the, the programmes. It's very much a case of if you want to start working and you want the support, it's there for you. If you don't, okay. So it's entirely up to you. There's nothing forced upon you. It's not one of these things where you're made to come on to the, to the employability programmes. But if you type in your postcode into Google, and I know some people might come from digital poverty, so if you can go to a library or you can find someone with a smartphone or whatever, literally if you type in employability in your postcode that will tell you who the provider is for that area um hopefully it's us and we can help and support you but if it's not 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 a problem because we've still got um the providers that we partner up with in various other um areas and, you, and you'll get the help and support the thing is this is one of these big things where people don't ask for help because they don't know it exists you're never going to ask for something if you didn't know it existed um yeah and that's one of the big things, that we, like, so, for example, my job, which is out about speaking to people and, and creating these partnerships, it's very much about letting people know that the help and support is available to you. All you have to do is ask. But again, if you didn't know it existed, you wouldn't ask. So one of the things we're trying to do is create a bigger awareness of what help and support is available. Um, but if you, if, if anyone if anyone is listening to us who's currently unemployed, pop onto Google. Um, however, you can get that, even if it's through a library or whatever, just pop onto Google, type in your postcode, and it'll tell you who's the employability provider, and just reach out to them, and they will help you. Excellent advice. I love it. Well, mate, thank you very much. Um, it's been great talking, so I'm going to wrap it up now. Thank it's been a pleasure. 
That's it's always been a pleasure. Um, so everybody, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to uh, link in with people plus or Darren or anything, I'll put all the details in the bio. Um, but again, thank you for listening and keep listening every Monday for a new episode of Say It's Repeat. You can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts from. So until next week, goodbye.